Hey folks, Minecraft veteran Hyrulean here, and welcome back to another episode of Bonus Points. Today, if it wasn't apparent, we're going to be talking about Minecraft, but not just any Minecraft, old Minecraft. Today, we are talking about Beta 1.7.3, because recently, thanks to a mod that's been blowing up in popularity recently, I have been playing Beta 1.7.3 again after nearly 10 years, and I've been loving it, to be honest with you. I've been having such a blast. So without further ado, no transition, let's get into it. So Minecraft back in the day had a much different vibe than current Minecraft. And unlike a lot of people in the Beta Minecraft community, I myself don't inherently think that the new versions of Minecraft are bad or that they've taken anything away that made the old game great. I think it just really has to do with the vibe. And it's kind of hard to put into words, but it's kind of shitty to admit, but I think Notch played a big part in Minecraft's vibe. Notch being a troublesome uh, character and having some very controversial opinions and all that is something that I want to discuss quickly. I really do not agree with anything Notch says. I don't think that any of his takes are valid whatsoever. But what I think nobody would deny is Notch was a brilliant programmer and is a brilliant programmer still to this day. And it's kind of an a whole separating the artist from the art kind of thing because Notch as a guy is a horrible person and his takes and opinions on a lot of people specifically people of color are just awful and appalling and honestly he got out of the Minecraft team at just the right time to have his cake and eat it too because I feel like if he would have said half the stuff that he does now back when he owned the game still and was working on the game still and it was blowing up, he probably would not have made it that far, but that's a story for another day. But unfortunately, Notch being uh, an internet-addicted programmer is what I think contributed a lot to the vibe of earlier Minecraft versions. A lot of it just kind of screams homemade if that makes any sense and somewhere along the way Minecraft lost that homemade vibe in my opinion a lot of people kind of have their own specific version where they think the game kind of stopped being good but for a lot of people the last golden true perfect version of Minecraft is beta 1.7.3 now I myself played the game a little bit before beta I think I might have played one of the last alphas as my first version of the game, but I continued to play that alpha version long into the beta sequence, mostly because of the fact that it was an illegitimate copy of the game. Um, and so basically once I actually purchased and owned the game, I got a bunch of updates all at once, and I think I ended up playing the game just after beta 1.7.3 that's when I got the legitimate copy of the game. So I missed out on the original beta 1.7.3 experience, but I did play 
older versions, if that makes any sense. And it was all thanks to Mindcrack, which fucked up my computer with viruses, so I learned my lesson, and I haven't really pirated any games since then, so. But either way, the thing that I have to say about old Minecraft is it feels so homemade because everything that happens in the game, especially on these older versions, you can tell that Notch had a hand in, and they kind of reek of that classic, charming, uh, internet-addicted personality. And even though Notch himself has a horrible, horrible choice of, like, opinions and stuff like that, you can't deny that him being a creature of the internet definitely made Minecraft what it was. The soundtrack by C418 is iconic. The whole experience is just wonderful. And truly, somewhere along the way, the game kind of changed up the vibe quite a bit, and now it's very different, but in my opinion, still very good. But I think I've been rambling about other stuff for quite a while. What the heck have I actually been playing? So I've been playing a relatively new mod, but it's just kind of recently blown up in popularity, called Better Than Adventure. And essentially, Better Than Adventure is Minecraft 1.7.3 beta modded to have newer features from newer updates and other features that were never included in any sort of updates. Essentially, this is a cherry-picked classic Minecraft version. So it has most of the features that the community agrees are good about the game, along with some things that are not in the game yet, even in modern Minecraft. And it kind of culminates into this very different experience from normal Minecraft, from vanilla Minecraft, wrapped up with a bow using nostalgia. And it is fun as hell. If you own Minecraft legally, uh, it is very easy to set up and download better than Adventure. Well, I shouldn't say super easy, but it's moderately easy. If you have any knowledge of using third-party Minecraft launchers, you'll be fine. Basically, you just need to use Multi-MC or my personal pick, Prism-MC, and install the instance from there. Unfortunately, I'm not really a tutorial channel anymore, but if you go on YouTube, you can find plenty of tutorials for installing Better Than Adventure, so it's not too difficult. I just had some problems, but I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, but what does it actually add to the game? So, for starters, it's based off of Beta 1.7.3. There are seasons in the game now, along with a sort of revamped world generation that sticks to the style of Beta 1.7.3s while improving things like biomes and the likes. Um, and basically, in addition to that, they've also added to the world generation stuff like uh, granite and basalt and other rock types like that to increase your ability to have different types of rocks, if you will. Uh, redstone stuff has been enhanced and improved to work a little bit more like modern Minecraft, which is always nice. 
Uh, there's this thing called a trommel that lets you do, do some crazy, like, crafting recipe stuff. It's really cool. They revamped the gameplay loop a little bit uh, by removing your coordinates from F3 and forcing you to actually craft a compass to get them. And also, you have to kill zombies to make, uh, to get cloth to make your bed. So basically, that forces you to survive the first night. In addition to that, they have backported Netherite, but kind of changed it up and changed the name a little bit. So instead of Netherite, it's called Steel. And the way you get Steel is by using this Hell Coal, and you have to use the Hell Coal to improve your diamonds into Steel. And Steel is basically a more durable, slightly less effective version of Diamond. It's more of a trade-off than netherite netherite's like the flat out best option in the game in modern minecraft but in better than adventure it's kind of do you want higher durability and slightly less mining power slash attack power slash chopping power all that or would you rather just have the full power full speed because if you want that you're going to go for diamonds if you want the increased durability, you're going to go for steel. And it's really, really great. They did a lot of quality of life features as well for this older version. So uh, just overall, everything you do, you're able to mine faster. But in order to keep the vibe and the feel of uh, beta 1.7.3, running is still not in the game and you're expected to walk everywhere. Likewise, this update is from before hunger was added to the game so you can make pork chops you can make bread and essentially they heal your hearts directly versus filling your hunger bar which has been kind of interesting to get used to again there's lots of little quirks and differences in beta 1.7.3 that i totally forgot were even things and it's been so fun to rediscover them and see all the old textures and see all the different new additions as well. And there's plenty in Better Than Adventure that I have not even seen yet. Uh, one of my actual uh, teammates, I guess you could say, has this item in his chests that I found one day when I was snooping around, not stealing, just snooping, called a hand cannon. And I have no clue what the fuck that is, and I still don't know what it is, and I've been playing this for about a week and a half now. But that's pretty cool um and there's just so much 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 more it really is sort of the best experience you can get out of beta 1.7.3 and if you want a classic minecraft experience you gotta try out better than adventure even if you haven't played beta before this is a great way to kind of get into it because it's a little more modernized it's a little more polished up less bugs and there are plenty of people who never experienced beta that are actually playing beta for the first time through this mod. I've met plenty on the server that I play on. So, now that I've talked about some of the features, I want to talk about my history on the server I've been playing on. So I don't want to kind of go crazy and share all the server details just in case, but if you know me personally and you're interested in hopping on the server I play on, hit me up. Uh, but basically, for this server, I spawned on a sky island made out of glowstone with two simple rules.
no hate speech, bullying, racial slurs, toxic behavior, etc., and no deliberately lagging the server. Those are the only two rules. Everything else is fair game. And since this particular mod kind of messes with some early plugins, you're really restricted on what you can use at the moment on a server. So in other words, anybody can destroy anybody's buildings, anybody can steal from anybody else, and it's all fair game. And it's kind of terrifying, not gonna lie. I think modern Minecraft has really coddled us, and playing on a server with a bunch of random people and just having to trust and hope that nobody finds your base and steals all your stuff, or better yet, the people that you've called your teammates don't steal your stuff, is an experience that's thrilling in a way that we've kind of really moved away from. This makes the game feel almost like rust. Like I have some people from my base area that I have on Discord now, and they'll straight up text me and let me know if we've been grieved or if we've been raided or if anything's been stolen or if they see anything. We've built up a layer of trust and it's really cool. It's such a cool experience and since I haven't really played games like Rust before because they require too much commitment, this is the closest experience I've had to that and it really makes me understand why people like games like Rust and others. But so after I set out from spawn, I found myself on the ground below with no directions. Below spawn was a really chaotic place, mostly because of the fact that people just kind of went crazy and blew huge craters with TNT, and some foolish players even tried building houses right underneath spawn. As I saw when I joined the server and there was a small green wood shack uh, and there was a sign outside of the shack that said this is what you get for making your house this close to spawn and the shack had a bunch of chunks and pieces taken out of it and the chests were all looted and bare and it reminded me that old school Minecraft was hardcore as fuck. Thankfully what I found though after leaving the spawn region was some nice characters. So immediately I saw roads leaving from spawn heading north, south, east, and west. And basically those roads were dug out paths like in the modern version of Minecraft, which had been backported to this beta version, which I love. And when they hit water, they would turn into wooden bridges or stone bridges. And I just randomly followed one of the paths. I don't really remember which specific direction um, and when I did, I happened to stumble upon a building. And this building was, in fact, a rest stop. And it was labeled as such. And I went inside, and inside there was basically some food, some supplies, and it said, if you need them, take them. And I only ended up taking some food, and that was about it. I kind of wanted to set off and do everything by myself. So I left everything for anybody who might need it as well. And this was a great gesture, and it really showed off what this server was like in the early days. Everybody being nice to everyone else, except for your few people that were assholes. Um, and basically from there, I was 
messaged in the chat. Somebody was welcoming me to the server, and they asked if I had checked out this settlement yet. And basically, they told me about this town that was a ways away from a spawn called Small Kingdom, S-M-O-L, of course, like small, small kingdom. And I asked them how I got there, and they gave me directions to head back to spawn, enter another portal that someone had built, and then take another highway until I find some stairs leading down to another portal, and this other portal would then let out into Small Kingdom. And when I arrived, I found a beautiful scene. It was a classic Beta 1.7.3 base, big, massive house, and it wasn't in the style of the Beta 1.7.3 houses. This house was beautiful by modern Minecraft standards. It was basically like an old Scottish wooden house, and it was huge, and there was a big farm, and a massive quarry where somebody had dug out tons and tons of chunks way deep below the earth. And in addition to that, there was torches everywhere. They basically went across this massive area and plotted out all of the possible points where mobs could spawn and placed down a torch and a huge grid that covered the entire area in order to prevent any kinds of mobs from spawning. And what that ended up creating was essentially this massive peaceful area where I could meet this player and we started to formulate plans. This player basically told me that he wanted to establish a town and I asked him if he wanted me to join him and he said sure. And he instructed me to loot from this base some items to get us started and we set off. And the items I looted were basically some blocks of iron that he stole and he gave to me. And then I took some wood from a chest along with basic supplies to make some simple tools. And we headed out. And before we headed out, we actually encountered another player. Uh, and that other player ended up joining us as well. And we set off from Small Kingdom to find some place to settle down. And we ended up wandering around for a while, for about an hour or so, and we came across this big cliffed area. And basically at that point, I was pretty much needing to get off for one reason or another. I had plans, work, etc., etc. So I instructed them to add me on Discord. Neither of the two did. And I told them I'd be back on later. And so I logged off as we started building a small hole in the wall and getting the simple necessities ready for a settlement to be built. I logged back on the next day and I found that they'd built up a little bit more and then there was nothing else. Everyone was gone and nobody that I'd been with that night was still there. And I messaged the first person that I talked to that we agreed to make a town together. And he had completely moved on. And he private messaged me on the server some new coordinates. And so I basically deconstructed and took from our old base whatever I could. And set off to these new coordinates that were significantly farther out. 
shit, sorry folks, I just arrived back to my house at the end of that last clip and there was a skunk in my parking spot so I had to kind of do some mental gymnastics and as soon as I pulled up and saw it, I was like, fuck. Uh, anyway, where was I? Uh, right, Gin gave me the coordinates to the new area that he settled in. I was originally not going to say his name, but whatever. Uh, basically, Gin was the guy that I said I was going to build a town with and after I had logged off at the first day at the first base that we started, I logged on to find that he was not there and he sent me coordinates for a new base. And the new base happened to be thousands of blocks away and so naturally I started traveling. And it took me probably about an hour to get out to where this new base of operations was but when I found it, I realized why Gin ultimately decided to move us out there. It was far further away from the chaos of Spawn, and also it was a very beautiful area. Basically, there was this biome where it was a plains biome that met with a desert biome, and there was a small crevice that had a grass bottom and basically, Gin's plan was to have us build a base inside the crack in order to provide us with a little bit more coverage and a little bit more protection and a little less easy to view sight lines from anybody who might be traveling by. And he dubbed this new location Ion Valley. And Ion Valley is the town that I'm currently living in. Ion Valley started out with just Gin's house, and when I arrived, I went inside and verified that it was his house, thanks to a sign that said Gin's house above the door, and I left a note with a sign saying that I had arrived, and I basically dumped all my stuff in a chest in sort of a small zone across the valley from Gin's, and I decided to start working on a house and I spent the next session working on a pretty simple starter home, which I would expand throughout the rest of my time playing up until now. And basically, that's where things were sort of left for the day. I had finished a simple house using basalt brick and pine logs, and my house was right across from Gin's in this empty valley uh, with not much going on, but great coverage. You really could not see us unless you kind of knew where you were looking to go. So it was a really, really good spot. And so I signed off for the day and went back to my normal life, anxiously awaiting the next day that I get to play. And the next time I got on, I was very surprised. Gin had gotten to work and started setting up infrastructure inside of this little valley. Basically, there were all of a sudden paths leading between our two houses and all the way out of the exit of the valley uh, were basically exited into lower terrain and it flattened off. And he had done paths all the way across, which I didn't mention it until now, but this mod Better Than Adventure adds paths from uh, the later updates back into the old version. And I absolutely love that. And crucially, you can now dig paths onto dirt blocks as well, so you don't have to wait for the dirt to turn into grass like you do in modern Minecraft, which I really, really love. And he started building these stone obelisks as well, and basically on the top was fire. And one in the middle of town, he labeled with some signs saying Ion Valley, 
formed on January 3rd, 2023 by Hyrulean and Gin. And that was sort of that. I think that day I mostly just kind of wandered around and took some things in and made notes of how much further Gin had gotten and continued to gather supplies for my house because basically the problem was I had used pine wood that I had gathered a thousand blocks away closer to spawn where it was more abundant and I had ran out before I could finish my house so I actually on that third day or second day that I was in Ion Valley had to get in a boat and trek almost all the way back to spawn to get some pine wood in order to finish my roof and that was a pretty interesting story as well basically I had built at this point a couple buildings in the town. Uh, the one that I'm most proud of so far is called the Visitor Center. It's right when you enter town. There's these two big stone obelisks that kind of act like a gate. And then right behind the gate, there's my Visitor Center, ready to welcome any visitors that we probably, hopefully, will never have. And after I did that, I was like, all right, I'm really happy with this visitor center. I want to finish my house badly. I still don't have a full roof over my head at this point. And so there was a player on the server uh, who goes by the name Lord. And Lord was being a fucking asshole, not going to lie. Lord was basically complaining because I kept getting attacked by mobs when... I was trying to build a visitor center, so I would keep going to sleep. And on this server, for some reason, only one person has to sleep to skip the night. And so I kept skipping the night, and he couldn't kill whatever mob he needed to kill, and he was getting pissed off. And this guy is, like, one of the top players on the server. That's the funny thing. He was, like, throwing a temper tantrum because I kept sleeping. Um, but this guy literally has all steel armor and steel weapons and a huge base that's like really well hidden and he does all these like fancy exploits and stuff to get an infinite iron source and all that this is one of the top players on the server and he's throwing a temper tantrum because i kept sleeping because i didn't want to get attacked by mobs while i was trying to build a visitor center and i was talking to him after he rage quit and came back a couple hours later and i told him how i needed some pine and he actually said that he had some that he would give to me. And I thought it might have been a trap, so I put away all but the necessary supplies. And I made the trek all the way back to Spawn. Only to discover that Spawn was now a town. Basically, right outside of the Spawn Protection Zone. A group of players led by, uh, I believe, Trowel is the name of the main person who's operating it. Or maybe just Trowel is what they go by. Uh, created a city called Spawnville. That's what it's called. And Spawnville is right outside of spawn protection and is constantly getting griefed by new players that join the server. So keep in mind, it had been about five days in real life since I started playing on the server at this point. And when I arrived back at spawn, I found this city of Spawnville. And it was so hilarious. Basically, the idea was... Somebody joined the server for the first time, and again, I think it might have been Tron or Trowel or whatever their name is, and they found that hut that I was talking about earlier, the Greenwood hut that had the sign about, this is what you get for building so close to spawn, and they took that as a challenge, and they gathered a bunch of other players, 
and built a small city right next to spawn. So any new player that joins the server was instantly met with this city. And at this point, I arrived at spawn after a very long journey to meet up with Lord and receive a sapling from him. And I found the city in such a beautiful state. Five players had been working on it for the last like six hours and there were a bunch of houses and farms and mines and stuff and it was really truly beautiful and i met some other players like nova and small who i actually robbed on one of the first days and now i feel really bad about it sorry small um and a lot of others and they were all really really nice and spawnville was great basically right at the center of this server right where you spawn in as a new player was this beautiful welcoming city full of nice welcoming players who would not kill you and it was great and it was great neutral ground as well because lord the player i was meeting uh, was kind of infamous on the server at this point for already having gotten into multiple fights and just that day he had his base attacked by somebody that went by colors and colors uh basically couldn't take what they were dishing out and ended up having to leave the server because every time Lord would be on at the same time as them, Lord would go and hunt them down and kill them and steal all their loot because Colors snuck into Lord's base and stole some of their loot before. So when I got to Spawnville, I met up with Lord and Lord directed me to follow him. He trusted me enough based on our interactions in game chat that he led me back to his base which was immaculate and full of all these cool contraptions and significantly far underground for the fact that it was safer for if anybody happened to walk across that area. And basically he gave me one pine sapling for free and sent me on my way. And I came with him as we went back to Spawnville and we departed and he set off to help another player with something else. Basically, if you're nice to Lord and you take him kind of bullying you in the game chat, he'll be nice to you. And if you don't try and steal from Lord, he won't try and steal from you. But he's kind of a bit of a jerk. Like, he literally will bully you in game chat and you just kind of have to take it. Otherwise, that's a very, very powerful player who is against you and constantly trying to kill you or constantly berating you whenever you type in chat, that kind of thing. This server's kind of a lawless land, even though it does have the two rules, which again are no like uh, toxic chatting and no purposefully lagging the server, which apparently neither of those things constitute what Lord does, but who's to say? Um, and anyway, we got back to Spawnville and I kind of chatted with some of the people around there and complimented their builds. And then I started making my way back to Ion Valley and I actually discovered as I was heading back to Ion Valley that a player was following me to try and snuff out where my base was so I had to basically pretend I didn't notice them and circle around a small area and kind of walk the wrong direction for a little while in order to kind of get them to give up and then I had to keep going which was kind of nerve-wracking because I knew if I alerted them that I knew that they were following me they probably would just start chasing me down and either kill me or send more people after me to try and find my base as well so I had to shake them 
and that was pretty cool honestly that was the one of the coolest moments on the server so far because i basically just had to run into the trees and eventually they gave up trying to follow me because i think they lost me so that was pretty fun and i eventually made it back to ion valley with the pine tree grew it and then basically created a little pine tree farm to fill out my wood collection and finish my house and that was sort of that session and that was a pretty long one i played for basically the entire day uh for that session well the entire day before work i should say but uh, that was a very productive session for sure i dedicated the next day on the server to recruiting some people uh, because the next day when i signed on i found that gin had invited somebody that went by the name of Kirby Derby to join our town and there was a new house and that was making the town start to feel more like a proper town because there was more than just me and Gin living there. At this point as well I noticed basically me and Gin actually play on the server at opposite times and the chances of us being on the server at the same time again were very slim. It seems he only plays on the server when I'm at work and I only play on the server when he's not online for whatever reason so that's pretty funny that we basically have me running the town during one half of the day and him the other half of the day and I'm really curious what it's like for people in game and I really wonder what uh, Gin gets up to when I'm not on the server because we haven't really been keeping good communication because he won't add me on discord uh, but anyway I went ahead and recruited two new people I recruited somebody named Fez and somebody named Books and Birds. And we just called him Books for shirt, for shirt, for short. Books never made it to the town yet. Hopefully they do at some point. It's been about four days since I invited them, but Fez has been a great member. We don't really have any rules or anything for our town, but Fez instantly fell into a role. And that role was gardening and landscaping. Fez basically started planting a whole bunch of different trees, including the cherry blossom trees included with the mod. And also, they started creating some fountains and planting some flowers. Really, really great stuff. And definitely helped to beautify Ion Valley quite a bit. It went from an empty valley to a tree-filled, like, I don't know what you'd call it. It went from an empty valley to a tree-filled, flower-filled valley. What do you want? They've seriously been a huge help, and without their contribution, the town would look a lot stupider than it does now. Because now there's like fountains and ponds and trees and flowers and everything, and it looks really good. And me and Fez are actually currently collaborating on trying to find a spot to make a massive farm. Because as it stands, we really only have a small farm underground that's kind of hidden away and only has, you know... 20 or so crops at any given time so we really want to get a big farm going and me and Fez are kind of working out the details to find a spot to terraform and get a big farm going which is really fun. Fez actually asked, added me on discord as well when I asked them if they wanted to and they've been very nice so far and uh, it's been fun seeing them on there and having them keep me posted on what they're working on and I hope they stick around because it seems like they've kind of been falling off the server a little bit. I think our town's not really gaining momentum as much anymore, uh, which has kind of started to drive some people away a little bit. 
Uh, but that being said, I'm still having a lot of fun with it, and I hope they are too, and I hope they continue to be playing. So we'll have to see on that one. And like I said, Books and Birds, or Books for short, never ended up making it yet. And it's been about four days or so, and I don't know if they're busy or if they're just not going to show up anymore. But my only hope is that they don't leak the coordinates, because they're the only person who has the coordinates to our base, but has not arrived at our base, which is a little nerve-wracking, not going to lie. Uh, but either way, that brings us well into the last couple days in real life of me playing on the server. So, basically at this point the town's all, the town's all built up. I've got a slightly expanded house. Uh, Gin's been working on some stuff like a trommel and some sort of upside-down garden or something like that. And uh, Kirby Derby had their original house outside of Ion Valley destroyed, the one that they had near to spawn. So they've been working on their house in Ion Valley, which is great. And Fez has been continuing to plant and terraform for the farm. And I've been continuing to kind of just build some shit and wander around aimlessly. But today's event was something else. I actually was somewhat involved in a raid defense on Spawnville. So... There was a slew of new players that joined the server last night, and all of these players were essentially not as nice as the players that were already on the server. And they were led by a player whose name was literally Animosity, if that doesn't tell you anything right from the get-go. And Animosity made it his mission to destroy Spawnville. He started to destroy some houses, and Tron actually messaged me and basically said what was going on because I had met up with him before uh, about three days ago when I met up with Lord for the pine tree and I basically was being informed about him so I knew to watch out for him and kill him if I saw him and what I ended up doing was heading to Spawnville myself to try and help Tron rebuild and place some traps and in case animosity came back kill them and so I got to Spawnville and I found some destroyed buildings and I found Tron building spike traps in the water around Spawnville nobody but me and them and this animosity character were online at this point and they'd been killed multiple times by animosity and they'd managed to kill animosity a couple times as well uh, but basically I arrived right as they logged off and Lord logged on and Lord started searching for their base and managed to find a base that might have been theirs but they couldn't verify so they didn't destroy it just yet. And then, basically, I was there in Spawnville and I decided to set up a little house and start kind of having a little more involvement in Spawnville just for the sake of the fact that it was kind of where all of the eventful stuff was going on on the server and Ion Valley had slowed down uh, considerably in the last three days because there weren't any more new residents being added so and I'm kind of terrified at this point to add new people because it seems like everybody just wants to destroy everything now because about four hours after I uh, built my little tiny house my vacation house as I called it in Spawnville uh, I actually got a message on discord that animosity came back and when I logged in I found out that my house had been griefed and multiple other houses in Spawnville had been blown up by TNT. 
So Animosity had a little group of about two or three other people, and they were going around destroying shit. And presumably, they destroyed Kirby Derby's first house, so there's some enemies on the server now, but... Either way, folks, uh, there's a little bonus points for you. That's kind of how my Better Than Adventure experience has been going so far. For me, this has been a great nostalgia trip and a fun way to kind of talk to some new people and hang out online. But if you take nothing away from this podcast, you should definitely do another Minecraft server. I know it's been a while since you've done one. I know you've been out of your Minecraft phase. Get some friends together, build a Minecraft server and play on it. Let the drama play out, let the fun play out. What's not to like, folks, seriously, so. Either way, there's a little rant and story time about some of my events on the Better Than Adventure server. I hope you enjoyed listening. I thought it might be kind of remotely interesting to cover it, so I hope it actually was and I didn't just waste my time, but uh, there's a little bonus points on Better Than Adventure. Definitely check it out. It's an interesting little nostalgia mixed in with new features mod and apparently they're adding a version of the Aether in a future update called Paradise. I can't wait to see how the people on the server react to it if we're still going when that gets added. It's going to be crazy to see people fighting over a whole new dimension because the nether being filled with lava and stuff has been mostly untouched and people just kind of use it as a way to hide uh, quickly being able to travel to their bases and stuff. And so it'll be neat to see people fighting over actual land on these sky islands in the paradise biome or the paradise dimension that they're adding. So either way, folks, thanks for listening to me rant about Minecraft for like a fourth time or something. Have yourselves a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Oops, I'm still here. Uh, I forgot to post this before I went on vacation, so I actually recorded this entire bonus points a week ago, and uh, I never finished uploading it, even though I finished editing it and everything. So I'm back. Uh, Let's update you on some more stuff that has happened over the last week uh, on my Minecraft server that I've been playing on since I forgot to upload this. I'll just tack this on at the end. This will be our little secret. And if you clicked off during the outro music, you're shit out of luck and you're going to miss out on this extra content. So, where do we leave off? I believe we were talking about the server's war that was starting. Well, as it turned out, that server war didn't really end up amounting to much. And everything very quickly went back to normal. And instead what happened was... I decided to abandon my summer home in Spawnville and make the trek back to Ion Valley to meet up with Fez and help them work on some projects around town. And some of those projects included building a nether portal, getting stuff together to create a farm, that kind of thing. And basically we were kind of playing tag on and off and we kind of catch each other for about 10 minutes a day when we were both online and we make small progress towards terraforming for a farm. And what ended up ultimately happening was we finished terraforming this hill and flattening it out so we could build a massive farm on top and again happened to get on and build some more of his famous flaming pillars on top 
of the hill we had just flattened. And he proceeded to build a massive fountain and a big path and all this stuff. And basically our entire area that we spent a bunch of time flattening out was just basically pointless. So we decided to scrap that idea and move on. And at that point, I decided to create the Ion Valley Projects Board to kind of coordinate a little bit better what we were working on. So something like that didn't happen again, where we had our whole area filled with a massive, basically, monument. Because I was just going to destroy it and build the farm, and Gin would have to deal with it. But the monument was so big that it was clear he put a lot of work into it. So... I erected the projects board and I wrote down that me and Fez were working on a farm and Fez mentioned that they wanted to start redesigning the mine entrance because at the moment it was kind of just some shitty stairs that went down in a spiral and once you reached the bottom there was a bunch of TNT explosion zones and Fez kind of had a vision for a completely redesigned mine area with sort of a more put together look at the entrance and then you leave and you're inside of like the caves and all that and so they got to work on that but not before we ended up building another portal just off from town just out of sight and going into the nether to collect some resources fez wanted to build glowstone lights and I wanted to collect nether coal so I could create some of the new steel resource in the game and the way that steel works, which I now understand because I've actually made steel stuff, is essentially you have to go around and collect this nether coal, and then you use a blast furnace, and you can only use nether coal in the blast furnace, and you blast some iron ingots to turn them into, like, steel scraps, and then you craft three steel scraps together to make one steel ingot and then steel ingots can be used to craft you know your tools and your armor and steel is the replacement for netherite in the game but it works a little bit differently because steel basically uh, does less like mining power attack damage etc but it is significantly more durable than diamond so it's kind of a trade-off would you rather have higher durability or quicker mining and attacking and that kind of thing and I did mention that in the episode but I just wanted to reiterate that especially now that I kind of actually got to mess with it and knew what I was doing and so I kitted myself out with a full set of steel armor and tools and a sword of course and that was sort of where I left off when I went on my trip the night that I finished editing this podcast or at least I thought and so from there I did bring my steam deck on my trip because my steam deck is actually capable of very well performance very good performance I don't know why I said very well that was dumb of me very good performance on this mod running through the prism launcher and it's great and there's a steam controller configuration that was created by the community for beta 1.7.3 and it works flawlessly and it makes the game very playable on Steam Deck. The only adjustment I did to the controller configuration is I added gyroscope 
so I could mine without having to move the stick around because the stick was very sensitive, which was good for defending against players or mobs, but I needed a little more nuanced control for building and mining, and that's where gyro kind of came in clutch. Um, and so when I was on my trip, I checked both nights on the server to see what happened, and what happened is as follows. One, I completely rebuilt my house. We had gotten back to the hotel after a long day of doing various activities, and so I sat down and rebuilt my entire house. And also, too, Gin had written on the notice board, the projects board, that he was going to uh, start working on some upside-down garden of sorts. And also, he wanted us not to build nether portals within a thousand blocks of the town. And the reason for that, if you're unaware with Minecraft's mechanics, is basically in the nether, traveling in like five blocks in the nether would be more like traveling a hundred blocks in the overworld. I'm not exactly sure on the precise amount of movement you get, but it's something crazy like that. Like a huge, huge, huge amount of distance in the overworld can be covered by traveling through the nether. And as such, if somebody built a portal at spawn, they would have to travel less distance to find our base. So even though I was kind of like, ugh, I just wanted to, you know, get some nether shit, be able to travel to spawn faster, I guess it did make sense for protection reasons that we get rid of the nether portal. So Fez got to work on that after they finished up the beautiful mine that they were working on. And I continued to work on my house. And for my house, I ended up going for more of like a cottage bungalow kind of look and I am very much more satisfied with it than I was my old design. My old design was kind of just very box shaped and not a lot of dimension and the area around it wasn't very well decorated but now I've got this little cottage cabin if you will kind of thing and basically there's hedges all around it and a big hedge that sort of blocks off my yard so nobody builds inside of it and I actually had a new player to the town hop on and build this custom tree in my yard and it looks beautiful um, but my new house is significantly more aesthetic and it looks way better and it kind of matches the quality of the rest of the houses in town because the rest of the players in Ion Valley are very very great builders and I myself am not so I had to sit down and really rack my brain and design this house that kind of looks at least somewhat decent especially for beta 1.7.3 standards so that was pretty good and speaking of which that custom tree that I had put in my yard was built by a new player who joined our town named Hypno uh, Hypno was a player that was on the server basically the entire time that I've been playing and he's basically been there kind of in the background for a lot of the server events that I've been involved with so when there was the raid on Spawnville Hypno was there when I wanted the pine tree and I went to go get one from Lord Hypno was also getting a pine tree from Lord uh, so we kind of 
have been chatting before then as well, but we've met multiple times on the server, and we were chatting in chat quite a bit as well, because they were on around the same time that I usually am, so it worked out pretty well. But basically, me and Fez were talking in game chat one time about our town, and we were kind of updating each other on what we were working on, and Hypno was off on their own, working on their own town called Lost Coast. And ultimately, I invited Hypno to come check out our town and DM them the coordinates because I trusted them. And they've always been uh, really, really nice to me on the server and that kind of thing. They've always been very polite and kind in chat. So I was like, you know what? You're nice. If you're curious about our town, I'll send you the coordinates. Gin's been probably pretty upset with how many people I've been inviting because I've been inviting a lot of people and not all of them have been even turning up to the town so that's just people who know where we live but I trust Hypno enough and they've been nice enough that I was like eh what the hell and Hypno arrived to town while I was offline and checked it out and decided that I that they liked Ion Valley so much they were going to abandon Lost Coast and come live in Ion Valley with us, which was great because they've contributed a lot to the server and they've always been one of the more like peaceful players that have been willing to collaborate more. And so they were a great member to get for our town because, you know, they've just been really, really good on the server and they're not trying to grief people. They're just trying to help people out. They helped out Tron a lot with... Uh, or is it Tra? I think it's just Tra. I kept saying Tron. I think it's just Tra. Uh, a lot with Spawnville stuff, and they've been really, really great. And so they joined our town, and we had yet another member. Our town was becoming quite bustling, and I was very proud of some of the players that we had gathered because they were really great folks. And Fez and Hypno ended up hitting it off pretty well. And when I was offline for like an entire couple of days, because I was on my vacation, they were putting a lot of work into the town and kind of spiffing the place up quite a bit. Uh, Hypno built a tree farm and Fez has been our gardener up until this point, so they really appreciated just kind of having all of the trees in one area. So that was pretty great. And Hypno also uh, helped Fez decorate the town by creating custom trees. So instead of just having your standard vanilla one block wide trees for the log. Uh, Hypno's actually been working on some trees with branches and fence posts and that kind of thing and they look really really good and they've been getting really creative with it too like they have a tree that was knocked over over a path to create an archway which is really cool and they also have a tree that uh, basically is sticking out of the land where there's a pond so you can see the trees roots which is really cool and you'd think like how the hell would they pull this off in beta but no they've done a great job and the trees genuinely look really cool and they've made it kind of their goal to help fez and make the town look really really pretty which is awesome to see and they also built a house which at first i was kind of pissed off because it's massive but it looks really cool the way they set it up. Basically, it's on stilts hanging off the cliff uh, near a high point of the town. And at first, I was like, oh my god, that massive fucking house. But it's a pretty good looking house, not gonna lie. Hypno also made a monument near the center of town 
that turned out to be a game of sorts. Basically, it was a button, and it said, do not press this button under any circumstances. Seriously, don't press it. And if you pressed it, I was expecting TNT, but no. Some redstone triggers and a block drops out, and then there's a sign behind it that says, you're such a rebel. And he's been keeping track of who presses it in order to make a leaderboard. And I ended up being the first person to agree not to press it and getting my name on the leaderboard for winners, which was pretty fun. And also I've been playing more with Kirby Derby, who was invited by Gin. And uh, Kirby Derby has been working on an art gallery where they're going to attempt to place every single painting available in the game. So that should be pretty cool to see once it's finished. And in addition to that, Gin finished their upside down garden, which looked really cool. And they started working on a factory. And the factory is like a crafting some advanced shit like because there's this new thing called like a trommel and uh, the factory or foundry or whatever it's called is basically a place to work with those trommels and uh, that area has been coming along nicely as well and everybody's been expanding their houses and uh, Fez's is now like this multi-story uh, glass box on the edge of a cliff and Gins is now multi-story as well and has a massive window too to make things look good and I completely redesigned mine and it's small and it's cozy and I kind of like it like that I don't know if I'll make it too much bigger but what I might end up doing is digging into the earth a little bit and building some sort of like a basement or something because I think that would look pretty cool as well um, but other than Hypno and Kirby agreeing to have a duel of sorts, which was fairly honorable and wholesome and not which much, not not with much spite or anything like that. Uh, there has been relative peace on the server. Everybody's kind of been getting along and those players that joined with the intention of trolling and griefing, I think Spawnville was kind of abandoned in a way and Essentially, everyone who used to live in Spawnville has kind of moved on to their own little towns. And as such, uh, the griefers have not been able to get as much enjoyment out of just logging on and going to the center of the map and destroying shit because everybody's more spread out. And they would have to actually do work to figure out where we are now. So they're not as interested and they've kind of fallen off on playing on the server. So I'll have to go back to spawn at some point and see. But I assume that basically after that first raid that I experienced when I moved there to help out, that was probably really about it. Because uh, Firth, the server owner, which I've talked to a couple times now, was basically teaming up with players to kind of build different structures to help defend it. And I don't think it ended up helping too much, but if Firth was there, then that probably means that it was pretty well defended. Because Firth has a small team of the best players on the server on their side so if they were in spawnville then spawnville is probably pretty well protected um, but other than that today we basically just got on and caught each other up and chatted and it was pretty chill and that's kind of how it's been degenerating into I need to get back into watching my shows, working on my content, and playing my games. So I feel that 
my Minecraft playtime might be slowing down a little bit now, and rather than playing for basically all of my free time every single weekday, I feel like instead I'll probably play maybe 30 minutes to an hour each day now and just kind of check on things and make little bits of progress on some of my projects. So I'm completely content with it. My only hope is that I can keep chatting with these folks and kind of keep having a good time because I've managed to gather some really nice folks into Ion Valley. And even though uh, we kind of butt heads, me and Gin, without Gin even really knowing it, but I don't really 100% agree with all their decisions and stuff, I think especially Hypno and Fez and me have been getting along so great that it doesn't really matter, so that's it this is actually the end i appreciate you for stopping out and listening especially if you made it all the way through the secret bonus 20 minutes which we're not supposed to be here um, i'm your host hyrulean join a minecraft server today folks i have been loving my time on the better than adventure smp it's been so much fun and it's been the best time i've had playing minecraft in about a year, year and a half, so can't really beat it. It's fun to get back into the game, and I love that my PC, after being upgraded, can run the game without Java taking a shit like it was before. I seriously could not play Minecraft because it would just crash so often, and now I can play it whenever I want, and I can actually make progress on shit, so that's delightful. I've been having such a good time, and I did not think I'd be playing this for you know, three weeks like I have been. I've basically been playing on this server for the entire month of January so far, so, you know, it's been a good time. And I've been taking screenshots, so who knows, maybe when this is all over and we kind of all fall off the server, I can post the screenshots I've taken and share some of the videos that I've recorded of the town as well, so... We'll have to see, folks. But either way, thank you for watching, and have a fantastic week. This is going up on a Tuesday because I totally spaced off editing it to upload for tomorrow, or for yesterday, I mean. But either way, I appreciate you stopping out. Bye-bye.